Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. Week 34, leave your excuses after the beep with Kitty and Kyla. And today we are going to talk a little bit about emotions, how our emotions can threaten to derail our healthy choices and ultimately keep us from reaching our goals. What are your thoughts on this, Kyla? That's a great question because I think me as an individual, I let my emotions take over in a lot of things. And it's so hard because you're like, you always give yourself the the justification of like, well, it's okay. I worked really hard yesterday or I, um, I don't need to work out. I don't need to, I can binge watch this TV or something like that because I will find a reason in my head that it's okay. Who is controlling that? It's definitely my emotions. So like some examples for me, uh, like for instance, the other day I went down this rabbit hole of, I read something and I started to do a little more research on it. And I was like trying to not put a label on me and, but also like navigate of like, this is totally me, but I don't like it. And I need to go watch TV or I need to go lay down or I need to eat whatever's in the house because I can't process this. So what's taking over my emotions, right? What are some examples for you? I mean, this was just one just recently for me and it's that hard balance of that emotion taking over or motivating myself to forget about it, like move on (laughs) or do the work. I think this idea of emotions can play into a lot of things, not just in our health goals, but just goals in like how you want to show up in your relationships and how you want to go after the dreams and goals that you have for yourself outside of just your physical goals, but maybe in business or family, financial, like whatever, we allow our emotions to stop us in our tracks sometimes. And sometimes that emotion is fear. Sometimes it's maybe anxiety, maybe it's scarcity or exhaustion. I feel that feeling tired is something that I've allowed to block my progress in a lot of areas because I've tried to justify over the last few years that it's important for me to rest. If Mm -hmm. my body is tired, I should rest. I should sleep. I should prioritize sleep. And don't get me wrong. Prioritizing sleep is great, but 
I get a minimum of seven hours of sleep at night, sometimes eight. And that's way more than I've gotten in years. Yet I'll still find that, oh, I'm feeling tired. But really it's, I don't want to face the noise of the uncomfort that I need to accomplish X, Y, or Z. I should get my workout in. I need to, you know, do this task I don't want to do. And I convince myself that it's okay. I'll do it later or I'll do it tomorrow. Or I kind of almost thought about doing it yesterday. Does that count? Mm. Mm. And here I am still doing the same things, still struggling with the same things. And this is something that parallels, uh, you know, across all kinds of relationships and situations that we encounter. I talk to clients about this all the time, how, you know, I just felt tired or I didn't know what I didn't know about a situation and the anxiety of it or the suspense of waiting to hear an outcome of something or assuming that somebody's upset or mad at you or, you know, there's just all these things, all these stories that we tell ourselves that have an emotion attached to them. And that emotion is what keeps you from moving forward, that we are emotional people. So for starters, that doesn't make us bad people. Emotions are normal. (laughs) They are a normal and a completely integral integral part of being a human. It would be weird if we didn't have emotions. So how do we find that balance between accepting that the feelings we're feeling are real feelings and yet tricking our brain into actually doing what it is that we don't want to do <laughs> mm-hmm. without, you know, hurting our feelings? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. And where do you start with that? Right. Like, like you mentioned, a lot of times emotions take over everything we do. And like you said, we talk it ourselves right out of it. And so that brings up one of, you know, the points of how can you uh, move past this or fight through this? And that's first, well, two things really is self-awareness. So, you know, can you recognize it and, you know, be very mindful of how it affects, you know, the choices that you're trying to make or your behavior. And then that kind of leads or kind of coincides with like identifying the triggers. So like, what are those triggers? And if you're trying to set a goal, you like give up or stop. Can you identify those triggers so you and if you partner with somebody can help develop a strategy to address them or change them or especially the ones that always come back no matter what you try no matter what you do what your goals are there's something that's stopping you and it's like that fear like you were mentioning or you know emotional eating you know all these things trigger it of like you said, if somebody's thinking about you and you're like, or you think that somebody's thinking about you and all these things, you're getting yourself so worked up and you don't address it. So can you, are you self-aware and can you identify those triggers so we can address them? 
So Kitty, I don't know if you want to share like beyond that. I think that's like a good just breakdown of just acknowledging and identifying. So what, after you kind of develop those, that strategy, what can we do to keep breaking down those barriers of emotions and those things that are Mm -hmm. taking control? I think it's a key point just to note and to say out loud that working through emotions and developing some of these strategies to identify and become more self-aware of how those emotions are either sabotaging you or derailing you from achieving your goals is to know that these things are going to come back and repeat and you're not just always you're not just going to get it. It's not like they're just you're just going to shut off the emotion and they're not going to come back to haunt you. They're going to keep coming. And it's okay. It's okay to have patience and you're going to have to stop and really allow yourself in the moment when you're recognizing that you're experiencing exactly what that is. Name it, right? Give it the acknowledgement that it needs. The more that you ignore it, the more of a problem it becomes. I was listening to a podcast, I think it was a podcast anyway, uh, a couple of weeks ago, where they said not dealing with your emotions is like taking a beach ball that's blown up and trying to push it below the surface of the water. And what (laughs) happens? It comes right back. Like when you let go of that beach ball, once you've pushed it underwater, that thing shoots up into the air. And that's what your emotions do. When you try to suppress them and you push them down and you don't acknowledge them and you think, oh, this is me just not reaching my goals and not getting to where I want to be. And then suddenly one day they erupt. Hmm. (laughs) No idea what's going to happen to them. And then there is that much more of a problem, a much bigger emotion than it needed to be. If you would have just allowed yourself to experience what you're feeling in that moment. I was tired this morning. I didn't want to workout. We'll use workout because that seems to be one of those things that I can really easily convince myself that I will do later in the day and then never do. But I've been on this really great streak of, you know, getting my steps in and getting my um, strength training programs in. And I always look at, at Thursdays, like we're recording this on a Thursday as the day that's going to be really hard for me to get everything in because I have so much going on. So I was one already identifying excuses, like reasons why I couldn't do it. So then it turned into, I usually try to do things in the afternoon, but today my afternoon was booked. So I knew that that wasn't even an option. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do a workout that I could do at home because I have an entire home set up where I could work out at home. But I know that when I'm home, I tend to find even more excuses to back up why I shouldn't do something in that time frame. And then I find myself shorted on time. And then I run into a whole nother um, escapade of emotions of feeling anxious and rushed. And I can't spend the amount of time that I want to on my workout because I wasted too much time, all these things, right? So I decided I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out. I'm going to go, I'm going to do my workout. I'm going to, you know, try to get so many steps in. And that made me feel a little tense this morning as I was trying to get out the door to get to a meeting and have my bag packed and have everything together that I needed to get in order to go to the gym and be successful. But it was good. It was great. Once I did it, once I made the plan and 
worked my way through all of the mental and emotional (laughs) objections that I was coming up against, I was able to accept that this is what I needed to do today. And it was okay. Now, if I could work my way through all of the things that I experienced this morning to get through my day, it would be exhausting to hear about all of the emotions that we process because it's true. We we process emotions nonstop all day long. It's just how much do we allow them just to be there versus trying to suppress them, ignore them, you know, run from them, eat them away, sleep them away, Netflix binge them away, whatever. When we're not ignore when we're not acknowledging why they're coming and what the trigger was, it's harder for us to accept why they're there and then move beyond them. Some strategies for trying to overcome some of these emotional barriers. What are some things that you found? I know I talked through a few of the things that I attempted just today. Is there anything to add to that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right. Like, and I think you and I have addressed this numerous times, but I feel like there's a reason why if you research, if you study, if you do the self-development and all stuff that there's a reason why like some of the examples that you gave that I can share too as well, that they come up everywhere. I mean, it's, there's reasons why they have these things to support, you know, trying to become the best version of you, trying to be healthy, trying to break through these barriers, trying to not be the beach ball with your emotions and actually, you know, address them. And, you know, some of the other ways is like, we've said it before, but like 70% of your initial thoughts are negative. Like we just said about fitness, since we use that, for example, like if you are trying to get to the gym and then you're like sitting there getting ready, whatever it is. And then you're like, no, I don't want to, it's too cold outside. I'm sore from last week. I can't even walk. I'm you know, I'm not seeing the results, I'm too tired, all those things that you mentioned um, are, you know, your first, you know, negative thoughts. It's how can you switch that and turn it into like positive self-talk? How can you address the soreness, the tiredness, the not seeing results to what you're trying to achieve? So giving yourself self-talk that is talk that is positive. Maybe you can elaborate on this a little bit more, but we can also seek the small wins of, okay, by me going to the gym, I'm starting to feel, so here's me addressing my emotions, X, Y, and Z, they're all positive. So I feel like I have more energy. I feel like I'm stronger. I feel like my mental game is improving. I feel, I feel more happier in my body. Like I could go on about like getting to the gym. So I think that's like big for me is reverse it to why going to the gym is great and celebrate those little wins that even if you don't see it on the scale that you're seeing elsewhere, like, you know, drinking water, your skin's clearing up, like all those things. How are you celebrating those? 
How are you making it a positive self-talk? Then maybe you can share a little bit about this, you know, whole intrinsic motivation. Like, how can we go back to that? Because that's all about emotions, right? Concept that just kind of popped into my mind as you were talking is this idea of unintentional and intentional thoughts, I guess, models of our thoughts. So like the unintentional thoughts are those things that just, that's the negative the negative mm-hmm. thoughts, the the emotions, the excuses, the everything that we just kind of get flooded with. And those come all the time. And unintentional thoughts typically lead to not productive outcomes because we're too our your results are direct in direct relation to the thoughts and the emotions that you have about that particular action at that time. So if we can flip that into what is an intentional thought, like what is the thought that I want to have? Just like you said, having that positive outlook of like, what are the circumstances that I, I'm desiring to have? I want to improve my lean body mass by this percent. I want to lose five pounds. I want to hit a hundred gram protein goal a day. I want to read 60 minutes of a personal development book in a week, you know, like whatever that circumstance is. And then think about like, what are the emotions that you would experience in achieving that? Like with that intentional goal or that, that statement, what are you going to feel when that occurs? And then when you feel that, what are the actions that you want to do or what are the actions that you that that inspires you to do because when your feelings or emotions are excitement or you're happy you're you're motivated you're you know you have um all of these thoughts about like yes i can do that that would be awesome then your actions are going to align with that you're going to you know, set your workout clothes out the night before. You're going to plan your day around when you can get that workout in. You're going to meal prep, plan, and prepare in advance so that you can hit your 100 gram protein um, goal. You're going to put your personal development into your calendar because that's something that's important to you. And those are the actions that you have to take in order to see that result of achieving a increased lean body mass percentage, a decrease in body fat percentage, a increase in protein intake, like whatever it is. And you have to keep doing those mind games all the time because our brains are trying to protect us. They're not going to allow us to feel discomfort or fear or anxiety or scarcity or any of those things. So we're going to automatically revert back and want to just be in that safe space of where we are right now. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're clearly not okay with being where you are right now. You want to grow and to become more, be more, do more, have more, whatever that more is in your life. And your brain isn't wired like that. So we have to make that effort in order to make that shift. So that, I guess, all of those things go along with that whole intrinsic motivation. Like you have to mentally have the capacity to find those ways of motivating yourself from the inside, yet utilizing extrinsic extrinsic motivation for those reminders. Like, um, for example, I just redid my vision board yesterday. So I have it printed and it's like literally sitting right here next to my computer um, because I had lost sight of 
that long-term goal. I had reached the things on my previous vision board and just hadn't gotten around to updating it. But that is a great way to have that extrinsic motivation of when I'm not feeling it, why am I showing up the way that I'm, why, why am I telling myself that I need to do these things? Because these things, the people represented on this vision board, the places, the, the experiences, you know, all of those things are important to me and that's why I'm doing these things. So. Yeah. Yeah. The whole deep reason behind your desire to be, do and have whatever you're focused on and, um, and why is that? I mean, vision boards may be this old concept, but honestly, like if that's the way that you can focus on what you are truly wanting, you know, why are you wanting to be healthy? Why do you want money? Why do you want, yeah, to improve your life? Like if you can focus on that or refocus on that, if it's kind of gotten away from you, um, kind of probably what you did, you know, doing another vision board because you lost it. You lost the direction you were going and, or you accomplished these things and you just didn't have yourself set up for the next best thing that, you know, Kitty wants for her and her family. With that, stop and, and think of like, do you allow your emotions to take control of your daily actions? Do you allow your emotions to take over in business and finance in in fitness and health? Like, do you let the emotions take over? Or mm-hmm. is there a true reason behind that that you want to reach? but the emotions are telling you otherwise. So focus on balancing the emotions and motivating yourself, motivating yourself to have disciplined routines. So finding that balance, it's hard. (laughs) It's every day, but if you want it, Mm -hmm. if you want it enough, you'll go after it and you'll work on it. So Anything else to that, Kitty? I think that was good. All right. Well, enjoy this podcast and enjoy the rest of the day.